Thanks, Jack. We are back with Jack Cook. Um, just talked about the private eye, how he shook the bushes, circled back again and again, came to his senses, lowered the budget from 20 million to under a million, and the movie is going to theaters next month. Congratulations on that, by the way. Hey, thank you so much. So I wanted to bring you back because I wanted to talk. You you mentioned um, you have two new films that you're kind of in the middle of fundraising. One is called Soul to Squeeze and then Bethlehem Glory. What what are the budgets for these? And tell us a little bit about them. Uh, they're, 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 they're two completely different movies. Uh, one is a horror film about witchcraft. Uh, um, and uh, the other one is a love story. Uh, based around uh, a man who loses his faith and he finds it again by coaching uh, a sports team, a high school sports team. Uh, so they're two completely different movies. And uh, right now they're getting funded completely different. Uh, a Soul to Squeeze, uh, that's been my baby for about seven years. Uh, and uh, we're raising the money for that right now. And uh, we're aiming for $10 million. And wow. uh, the uh, uh, the Bethlehem Glory, we're uh, we're looking to shoot it for anywhere from like two to five million. Okay, so so let let's look at the soul to squeeze model. Um, I'm assuming you've got the tax credits or incentives figured out, correct? Yeah. So we actually just were approved for the Kentucky tax incentive uh, at thirty percent. Okay. So yeah, so we do have the tax incentive for that and. Uh, to clarify, the two million is—I uh, mean, the ten million is actually split in half. Uh, we're, so what I learned uh, with the private eye is uh, I was pitching the private eye to a bunch of distributors, and they didn't see the gold I had. Uh, and this is like right—you uh, know—and this is before my lead actor uh, became a superstar. And uh, and I—but I knew I knew what I had. Uh, so uh, a lot of the distributors were offering me smaller deals and smaller minimum guarantees, uh, and I thought I could uh, do it myself. So actually, the way uh, I got the theaters is uh, I actually went directly towards theaters. And uh, so you're you're forewelling yourself, but nationwide though I'm talking about hundreds of theaters. And, wow. Uh, that, and, but the thing is, is most uh, filmmakers they think the movie is done when you're finished with post, but that is only half the movie, right? When you're finished with post, that's half. The other half is uh, marketing and distribution. And uh, that is, uh, if not more important than uh, the actual production. Uh, well, because I, I, don't, I don't want to go down this distribution rabbit hole too far because yeah. <laughs> that's not what this show goes into. But yeah. real quick, I'm just curious. So you're going into hundreds of theaters next month. And are you using kind of the Angel Studios model where you're pre-selling tickets, you're, you're going to have a, a place where people can buy out the theaters or are you buying out the theaters? Do you have a P&A budget? So I, I partnered with the theaters. We have a P&A budget and uh, they, we split profits, uh, the theaters and production. And uh, uh, I'm not sure what Angel City does, but we are pre-selling tickets and uh, we've even pre-sold some, uh, you know, even... We, we pre-sold to, uh, you know, individuals, but we actually thought outside the box and we actually started pre-selling uh, to companies and corporations and uh, companies and corporations actually bought their employees tickets. And I'm talking uh, about, uh, I'm talking like, about like a movie night, like a movie night. And uh, uh, so like we 
I had to think really outside the box because uh, you know the theater, uh, the 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 studios when they release movies, they've got thousands of theaters, but they're spending millions and millions of dollars. And so we didn't have millions and millions of dollars, so we had to think outside the box uh, in how do we sell more uh, more theaters without the millions and millions of dollars. That's genius. That's genius. Um, do you have Do you have a website yet, or where Where's the best way that people can buy tickets uh, for next month and find out about okay. the theatrical release near them? Well, uh, uh, you know, for next month, uh, the best way to buy tickets is uh, straight through the uh, theaters like amc.com, et cetera. But my personal website for my production company is illusionislands.com. That's I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-I-S-L-A-N-D-S.com. And, you know, not only can you buy uh, movie tickets there, we have a bunch of cool merchandise for sale, like sweaters, T-shirts, and also movie posters. Awesome. I, lo I love your movie poster, by the way. It's it's really, really awesome. That's that's actually a drawing by Steve Chorney, the artist is. Uh, and he, Steve Chorney drew uh, movie posters like The Great Escape with Steve McQueen. He also drew oh, wow. uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, with wow. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So he's a, he's the best in the business. And uh, he, I'm very honored to have worked with him. Okay, awesome. So let's jump back real quick to Soul to Squeeze. You got a yes. $10 million budget. You got almost $3 million of that taken care of by your Kentucky incentives. Um, mm -hmm. Are you doing some pre-sales there as well? Or, or how much equity are you looking for? I, I'm actually sticking away from the pre-sales with this uh, that movie. I'm actually uh, trying to get a majority equity. And uh, it, a lot of it is through uh, 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 financial. Like So there's actually... Once you've already made movies, there's actually ban banks and uh, financial uh, advisors that have a, a pool of uh, investors that they, they give them they give them ideas to what to invest for, uh, you know, what to invest to, you know, because like if you have millions and millions of dollars, uh, a, a big thing is to keep your investments, put your hands in a bunch of different pots. Diversification. So you put, yeah, you put some in real estate. But uh, uh, so I work I've been actually working with. Uh, companies uh that have pri uh, that have private investors and these guys are financial advisors but the only way to get to that level is by working uh, that you already had something out that uh is worked or you have actors or big producers etc uh that have big movies out already uh so uh that is a new realm for me that uh i i am really in I enjoyed. I didn't know about it at first. I was very scared of that, but uh, we're trying to stay away from pre-sales for this particular movie. Okay, so let let's jump over to Bethlehem Glory. Much much smaller budget, like two to three million. You said. Yes. Yes. Over. I, yeah. No. So this this one's like uh, it's a very it's a love story, which I I think I think is my favorite genre is love. I you know I guess I'm a, a, a what do they call that a fool for romance. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, a romantic. Uh, but uh, no, that movie is actually uh, we're trying to raise all the budget from pre-sales. Uh, and oh, and no, pre-sales, pre do, do you have some actors attached yet? Uh, no, actually. But uh, the producer on on board, that's how he makes his movies. Uh, and uh, his name's Brendan Moriarty. He's, he's a phenomenal producer, and I, I just love working with him uh, so far. And he. Uh, that that that's how he uh, raises a lot of his movies uh, budget. And this movie was written by uh, 
an actor producer named Jack Killian. And uh, he's actually an actor in the private eye. He's a good friend of mine. And he offered me to direct this movie. And uh, now it's between him, myself and Brendan, uh, you know, we, we were a powerhouse team. But the reason why pre-sales are so nice is, uh, you know, you it, it's hard to, you know, once the actors are on board, it's easier to get the money. But it's hard to get uh, famous actors to commit. Uh, yeah, but it's, the, you're it's not... the chicken and the egg, right? Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> the and, money uh, and the actors. You need the money. You got the actors, you get the money. Da, da, da. It's a catch-22, and it is. And uh, But uh, the thing that is awesome about it is you you don't have to use anybody else's uh, equity and money. So there's a less of a risk, but uh, you know, the back end gets a little tricky. So uh, you know, just, just with, with like, if you have private investors, you remain in control. And even with the soul to squeeze, I say it's a $10 million budget. We plan to only spend 5 million on, on the budget and 5 million on the marketing and distribution. Uh, and then that's, you know, that's how you split it up uh, because but say when it comes to pre-sales, we're not raising a super big, uh, uh, we're not raising a super big uh, marketing distribution budget like we do if you have to self-finance, etc. Yeah. Um, so getting back to Bethlehem Glory, you got the pre-sales and stuff. You're still going to have to raise a little bit of equity, right? Uh, that depends, you know, like usually the standard route is you, you raise a little bit of equity and that gets you into the pre-sales. But, uh, if, if you're able to pull it off, right, uh, you, you know, you, you can raise it all on, uh, uh, just, uh, just on pre-sales and, uh, you know, you could play with the tax incentive as well. Uh, tax yeah. incentives are helpful with that as well, but, uh, yeah, but you're, you know, and then you, then with the pre-sales, sometimes it is just minimum guarantee. So what you'll do is you'll work with the banks again to get a, a it's like a bridge loan almost. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the, so it is a little more tricky than I, uh, than I, than I, than in just a one conversation, but uh, it, it still is less risk uh, for, you know, private equity financiers. So, You've you've had a lot of success, whether you're on these micro budgets and, and you've been on a tear. I mean, just over the past two or three years, less the pandemic, you've got like three projects in the can. You've got one project going to theaters and you got two projects in development. So mm -hmm. here's here's kind of a a 30,000 foot overview question for you, whether it's, you know, thousand, five thousand dollar checks on these micro budgets or whether it's $100,000 checks on a private eye, do you find it's been easier for you to find the money outside of Hollywood in your circles or in the LA circles, getting the checks? That's a very good question. And what I'll tell you is this, is uh, uh, in the beginning, 100% outside of the circles. Uh, like a, a majority of my investors for the private eye have never invested in a movie. And uh, part of like, I don't know if you say challenge, but what, what, what part of my process was is explaining to these businessmen, because they all own businesses, explaining to these business people that this business is like any other. And what I mean by that is it's a product. So uh, 
you know, I own a security company as well. I own a several uh, other businesses like real estate. And uh, but with the security company, uh, it's we supply security guards. Uh, so that is a service or with cook plumbing. It's a service. So we're giving you a service. The other type of business is a product. So you create a product and you 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 sell this product. So a movie is a product and you you got to treat it just like that. It's just like uh, I, I hate using this reference. I've used it many times, but it's just like a cell phone. All right. You've got your new iPhone 15. All right. All right. What made you buy that product? All right. The product's quality. So the movie has to be good. All right. Then the, the other things that made you buy that product are the marketing. What type of, uh, you know, who's using this phone? What, uh, you know, do they have billboards, commercials everywhere? Yes, they do. And you're aware of it. And then the last thing for a product is where can you buy it? So with a cell phone, you know, it's in every cell phone store in the country. With a movie, right now, the first step with the private eye is we're selling it in movie theaters. You know, so that's where you find it. So I explain that part of the process to business uh, entrepreneurs all the time. That, that was that was half my job. At first, I hated raising money. And then after you, you know, it's just like everything else. It's like working out. Once you get good at it, it's uh, just like second nature. But now, now I find more of my money in Hollywood. And uh, but the only reason that Hollywood people are messing with me is because I went the hard route and well, had you, to go you've got a track record now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Some experience. Yeah. So yes. I, I want to I back uh, rewind 20 seconds to a statement you just said. You used to hate raising money. That changed. Yes. What, what did you used to hate about it? Was that did you have that icky feeling that you were selling people? Because I kind of fell the same way years mm -hmm. ago, 25 yeah. years ago. I yeah. don't mind it so much anymore because I don't feel yeah. I'm selling. Yeah, well, and that's it. That's it. And, uh, you know, and then if your product's so good, you don't have to sell it. That That's the key, you know. Uh, but uh, I uh, uh, I think I was more afraid, you know. What, what, I was afraid. What, what were you afraid of? Uh, you know, what people would think of me. I didn't want to feel uh -huh. like a user uh and i didn't want to uh you know I, I guess it's getting into anything for the first time you know you, you you don't know about it but the only way you can learn is if you get into it and you actually uh you know you actually go for it so once i started to go for it uh and actually learn about it then it, that that feeling went away and the phone calls were easier uh but a lot of people like myself i was just afraid of the phone call and then once you just, you got to learn how to just hit that green button, hit the green button and then just talk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way, the way I describe it, I'm not selling, I'm just sharing an amazing opportunity. And if they don't want in, that's fine. I just dial the next person. Yep. And, and that's the best way to think about it. I, I have something very similar that I say, and it's, I don't do business. I make friends and I tell them my problems and, uh, the, you know, I usually never, you always have to ask in the end of the day, but I mean, it's all that I think about and talk about, you know? Uh, so every time somebody would be like, oh, what's going on? It'd be like, dang, I'm trying to find $10 million. <laughs> you know, so it's just what I was going through and uh, just, you know, just getting past the, uh, past that initial fear uh, of, you know, oh, I don't want to, use you you know i don't want to be thought of like that but then once you get past that you're like man i'm giving I'm, you're giving people the 
one of the coolest opportunities that they were ever offered. Uh, so that's another aspect of it. I'm so glad you said that too, because, you know, there, and I, I told a client this the other day, there's a decent amount of people who dream one day of writing a book. Maybe one out of a thousand people actually do it. Self-published even, right? But yeah. how many people actually go make a feature length motion picture? I don't know, maybe one in a hundred thousand, one in a million. No, you're, you're, you're completely right. And uh, so that, that is it. That is a rare opportunity. If you think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And, uh, and, you know, and with the track record, it, 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 like you're saying, it definitely and that's something that about my uh, my style, especially as a writer director, I uh, I take my sweet time uh, where a lot of people, they just want to get it done, get it done, get it done. And I'm more like, no, uh, I want to do it right. I want to I want to do it right. And uh, I've had to battle my, my investors. Uh, you know, I bet at one point. Uh, Several of my investors are like, well, is this movie ever going to get done? But, uh, you know, it's just I wanted there's a quote that I might have said last time I'm on the show. You, you get three things. There's three things in the world that's uh, good, fast and cheap. You only get two of them. So if it's yeah. fast and cheap, it's not going to be good. If it's good and fast, it's not going to be cheap. And if it's good and cheap, it's not going to be fast. And so I didn't have the largest budget in the world and I wanted it to be good no matter what. So it was not a fast process and it took a lot of stressful nights and days and months and years. Uh, but now I'm at the finish line and it feels so good. And uh, I know all my investors uh, uh, love, love that I took my time. Yeah. And you got, you got some amazing talent there. I love the movie poster. You're going to make Thank some money you. in theaters and you'll probably be able to recoup more than that in streaming. Yeah. See, and if I didn't take my time, uh, my lead actor wouldn't have blown up. He's only been uh, super famous since like uh, last June, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny so how that, that happened. That, that goes back to relationships. Yeah, that's timing right there. So um, shout out your website again where people can find Illusion Island Films. Yes, illusionislands.com. That's I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-I-S-L-A-N-D-S.com. And... On Instagram, Facebook, follow The Private Eye Movie, at The Private Eye Movie. At The Private Eye Movie. Awesome. And go see The Private Eye in theaters next month. Um, want yes. to just, just leave you, uh, our guest, with what the best parting words of advice you would give a first or second time filmmaker who's getting ready to raise $100,000 for their first movie or maybe a million for their second or third movie? I'd say right now the best advice I can give is be extremely, extremely selfish with your art. Do it for yourself. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely think it's super important to collaborate. You have to collaborate. A movie takes 100 to 200 people to make, but be selfish. I made this movie for myself. I love watching it. I can't tell you how many times I've been streaming a movie and I just get bored and I'm there with my wife and I'm like, man, we gotta, I turn it off and I turn on my movie. And I've seen that movie a thousand times. So I made the movie for myself. I love watching it. 
And I, I, I'm inviting everybody to the theaters, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. But make the art for yourself. Don't do it because that works or this works or you think this person likes it. It doesn't matter. Do it for yourself and just do the work. You'll appreciate me saying doing the work. You'll want, you'll want a handout. You'll want it an easy way out. But if you really do the work and learn how to do it, your foundation is going to be so strong where you don't need anybody else. You don't need any studios. You don't need anybody to help you. You would love the help and you'd like it to be easier. But uh, trust me, do the work. Take the hard road. It has twists and turns, ups and downs. But at the finish line, all you'll remember, you won't remember holding that Oscar. You'll remember. You'll remember that journey that it took to get there. So really do the work. Awesome advice. And uh, speaking from a man who never compromised, you you did it, man. So thank you, Scott. To call you, my friend. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much, Jack. It was great to hook up again. Hey, like I said, I feel the same, my friend. Thank you, Scott, for having me. It's time! There's never been a better time to make your own film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com, click on the green telephone, you'll see our calendar and find an open spot. We'll do a one-on-one -on -one call, which will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie.